Congressman Kevin McCarthy now pushing back on reports he plans to step away from Congress just days after losing the Speaker's gavel. CNN's Melanie Zanona is standing by for us up on Capitol Hill. She has details. Melanie, what is going on here? Well, Kevin McCarthy came out just a little bit ago and spoke to us reporters and said he is not resigning and that he has more work to do. But in talking to our sources, he has sent very different signals in private conversations, saying he could step down early from Congress but wanted to stick it out at least through the Speaker's election. Now, he says that is not the case and that any announcements about his future plans will come from him. Here's what he had to say. You're not resigning? No, I'm not resigning. So you'll stay the entire term? I'm staying, so don't worry. I got a lot you think you're not running for re-election? Yes. Yes, you will run, or you guys are thinking yes, about running? Gonna, we're going to keep the majority. I'm going to help the people I got here, and we're going to expand it further. And McCarthy was also asked about the race to replace him. He told us that he has spoken to both Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan, the two candidates who are in the race. He says they're both good friends of his, but he signaled he is not planning to endorse and said, I'm just going to let them work. Well, it's interesting. The actual battle for speaker got messy today with candidates committing to a televised debate and then pulling out. What's the latest on the fight for the speakership? Yeah, there's been a lot of whiplash today inside the House Republican Party. So both Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan ended up backing out from that planned televised interview with Fox News. It was supposed to take place Monday from the Capitol. But they backed out just hours after the event was announced because they were receiving blowback from within their party, particularly from moderate Republicans, who I was hearing from as well, saying this is a horrible idea. This is going to turn into a circus. They communicated those concerns and frustrations to the speaker candidates who ultimately decided to back out of the event. But I think it really just speaks to just how much uncertainty there is in the House GOP and how much sensitivity and how much raw emotions are still running through the Republican conference. Both Scalise and Jordan have been trying to win over those moderates. That is going to be a key constituency. And meanwhile, Jim Jordan also picked up another endorsement. That is from former President Donald Trump, which of course could go a long way, at least with his conservative support, but might not win over moderates. So we'll see whether any candidate can get two votes on the floor next week, but there's a lot of doubts about whether they're going to be able to unify around a single candidate by next week. Well, I'm Melanie Zerone up on Capitol Hill. Thank you. Uh, meanwhile, Donald Trump is trying to play a kingmaker in the speaker's race. For more on the former president's influence, let's bring in CNN's Kristen Holmes, who's working the story for us. Kristen, Trump has officially endorsed Jim Jordan. Does this actually move the needle? Well, look, that's the big question. I spoke to a number of Trump allies on Capitol Hill who weren't really sure why he endorsed, particularly given that they believe that people who Donald Trump could move actually would already be supporting Jim Jordan in the first place. But let's talk a little bit about how we got to this endorsement, because it came after a chaotic day of Donald Trump really inserting himself into an already tumultuous situation on Capitol Hill with the Republican caucus. He floated the idea to allies that he was going to come up to Capitol Hill and talk to the fractured caucus. Uh, many of his allies did not like that idea. They did not want him up on Capitol Hill. They thought that it would further add to the chaos of this ongoing situation. He also did an interview in which he floated the idea that he would serve as interim speaker for the short term, uh, really ignoring the idea that he'd actually have to be voted in in order to do that. And I will note, Wolf, that he did this interview without even some of his top advisors knowing it until it was published. They had had been telling reporters that Trump was not taking this seriously at all, this idea uh, to be interim speaker. And now one thing I did hear from GOP allies of Jim Jordan's was that there was some concern that the more that Donald Trump 
continued to publicly toy with this idea of being interim speaker, of going to Capitol Hill uh, without endorsing someone, that it would actually hurt Jim Jordan in the long run. Too much time would go by. So we did see late last night, after midnight, Trump coming out with this full-throated endorsement of Jordan. And just a quick note, it is not surprising that he came out backing Jordan. Jordan is someone who has stood by Trump time and time again. He is leading the way on so many of the investigations into President Biden, and he's one of his biggest allies. And one other thing to note here is that Jordan, unlike Steve Scalise, has endorsed Trump for president in 2024. Wolf. All right, Kristen, thank you. Kristen Holmes reporting from Capitol Hill. Let's get some reaction to all these late-breaking developments uh, from Capitol Hill. Uh, Republican Congressman uh, Larry Bouchon of Indiana is joining us right now. Congressman, thank you so much for joining us. As you know, Kevin McCarthy is now flatly denying a report that he's planning to resign from Congress before the end of his term. Do you think he has a responsibility to remain in the House of Representatives and not make an already tight GOP majority potentially even smaller? Well, I think that's a consideration. I think he has to take into account what the future of his career is in the House of Representatives and honestly talk to his family and his advisors and see where he needs to go. But of course, we need his vote because we do have a tight majority, as you pointed out. You're supporting Steve Scalise for Speaker of the House. Jim Jordan has won the endorsement of Donald Trump. Why do you disagree with the former president? And what kind of impact do you think Trump's endorsement will actually have? Yeah, well, I've known Steve Scalise for a long time now. I supported him when he initially ran for whip a number of years ago. He's a, a credible leader and a great man. And I really support all of the things that he's been trying to do. That said, Jim Jordan's also a very credible speaker candidate. He's doing a great job as committee chairman that he has today. And I've known him also for a number of years. So I think we got at least two great candidates. Um, I think Steve Scalise can unite the party. And uh, that's where the direction I think we should go. We'll see. Republican Congressman Mark Amaday says, and I'm quoting him now, if we have a speaker by the end of next week, he says, that would be warp speed. Given all this chaos, Congressman, what are the chances your entire conference can come to an agreement by next week? I personally think the chances are good, Wolf. I think that we'll see on Tuesday, we're gonna have a candidate for him. Um, Kevin Hearn might get in the race. We might have three candidates. And we'll see where we go from there. I do think we can coalesce around someone. Uh, any of those three could be great speakers. Again, I'm supporting Steve Scalise, but the other two are also uh, outstanding members of Congress from my perspective. So I'm pretty optimistic. You know, it all depends on Tuesday and when we get back together as a conference and then we'll go from there. The House Democratic leader, Hakeem Jeffries, released an op-ed in the Washington Post calling for a bipartisan coalition in the House. And he writes this, and I'm quoting now, we simply need Republican partners willing to break with MAGA extremism, reform the highly partisan House rules that were adopted at the beginning of this Congress, and join us in finding common ground for the people. Congressman, how do you respond to him? Well, that's just not going to happen. That's not, not the way it works. The House majority picks the Speaker. And, you know, the Democrats always, when they're in the minority, are calling for bipartisanship. And as soon as they're in the majority, they do just the opposite. So, you know, I understand where he's coming from and why he's saying those things, but it's just not going to happen. The House Republicans are in the majority. We will pick our speaker and then go from there. Look, a lot of us work in a bipartisan way all the time on our committees. That will continue. But as House speakers go, the majority will pick the next House speaker. 